What's up, podcast world? The Foul Life Podcast coming at you. Another episode brought to you by our friends at Gerber and Gerber Gear. Sharpest knife, sharpest blade, sharpest edges on the market. Dependability, that's what we need in our gear. That's what Gerber offers. Whether we're using an axe or a machete or shears or a fixed blade or a straight blade or a folding knife, skinny knife, a fillet knife, whatever we're doing, fish or quail or ducks or geese or moose or deer, elk, they got the tool that we need. We have them in our blind bags, our toolboxes. We have them all over our trucks, our boats, our kitchens, our barbecue areas, our fishing, our fishing boxes, our tackle boxes, everywhere you look in our crew we have gerber gear we float that brand with pride and um, we cannot wait for y'all to see what the future holds so when you want to stay sharp america get yourself a gerber and cut that meat off the bone and get it on the grill and serve some wild game for dinner tonight i was just having a conversation the other day about you know opening day and what anticipation comes with it and how awesome it's going to be and i'm so excited for it but we started talking about you know do we make mistakes and do you work the kinks out kind of like spring training for baseball you're actually seeing live pitching you're actually you know seeing the the habitat you're seeing the blinds what there is to offer for concealment you're seeing what the migration is doing um and, and it, just like just like spring training, as I referred to, when you're seeing that live pitching and live at-bats and everything, you don't get to do that in the off-season for ducks. You can go train your dog or you can go, you know, to the park and listen to live birds or you can go shoot sporting clays and do a lot of things to practice. But being in the real thing, the real deal, the moment that, you know, that time when the ducks or geese are, are ready to present you with that shot – um, how do we work out the kinks? I mean, we got to use opening day. We got to take it serious. So my thought, my comment was just start thinking about it earlier this year. And you're like right now, I know that there's some early season goose going on. Hopefully you guys started thinking about it in August. Teal season just opened up. A lot of outfitters started thinking about it in July and August and getting their blinds and their waters and their pumping and everything going on. But as a DIY, as a guy that hasn't been out for early season goose, or you live in a part of the country where um, nothing's open yet, you might have went on a dove hunt, but dove hunting and duck hunting are totally different in a lot of aspects. And we can't go to Canada this year where we get to work out the kinks quite a bit up there because you get so many opportunities. So how are we going to prepare for this season? How are we going to be ready for when October rolls around and it's duck season in different parts of the country? Then November, the 60-day season opens in the south and southeast. How do we get ready? What are the mistakes we make? And I just started talking to my guys, and I'm like, you know, I think one of the biggest mistakes that we make is what I wanted to talk about on this tip is um, – kind of underestimating the birds just because they haven't been shot at this year they might not get shot at as much in canada obviously they won't be because there's not going to be as many gunners going after them up in alberta and saskatchewan and manitoba ontario the different provinces up there but you know how educated are these birds that you're going to be seeing on opening day are they locals have they been going to this hole for a long time throughout the summer they've been raising their brood there have they been you know getting familiar with it for the last 90 126 120 days six months however long it's been we got to keep in mind that we are still trying to trick a wild animal so it might be a newborn it might be a, a, a bird from a hatch this year but a lot of them have the the, the tendency or they have the potential to be 
a mature older bird, a duck, a goose, whatever we're trying to chase. And I think that we owe it to ourselves and owe it to the birds and our hunting group and partners that let's be the best that we can be from day one. Let's get ready starting right now, early September. Let's start challenging ourselves every day to work on something. If you have a lease, if you have a permanent blind, one of the biggest things that I talked about with my buddies the other day was this concealment, hiding. Why do we cut corners in the early part of the season and think that we can get away with not, you know, mudding up our ground blinds or getting a bunch of natural vegetation for our box blinds or our, our stilt blinds and our pit blinds? How do the lids look? Are we trampling down all the grass around them to get to them starting very early? Or are we using the water to access the pit blind and, you know, working our quads a little bit more through the mud so we don't trample down all that vegetation so all of it looks natural throughout most of the year if we can help it, right? So, be thinking about concealment, about your hide, about not cutting corners on it. And I wanted to start bringing some of these short little tips so we can, you know, mix them into our guests and the other podcasts and information and, and uh, themes that we have and the different, you know, the different topics that we cover. I want to just start talking about a couple tips and maybe two or three a week or every couple of weeks that we can challenge ourselves with. And I'm just challenging you all to, to think about your hide right now, starting opening day, that first couple weeks of the season, migration might not be on. There might be some new birds in the area from the first initial push, but um, you're hunting those local birds. Don't underestimate them. Take care of your blind. Make sure that it is set up. It's organized. Make sure your blind bag is set up. That all goes in to that opening day, getting in there and making sure that you have everything ready. Now, a lot of the tips that are going to be coming down the, the pipe are going to be on, you know, maintenance of gear and decisions that we make in the off season that could help us or hurt us when the opening day comes. Um, training of dogs, whether it's calling, whether it's sporting clays, patterning, choke tubes, your shooting system, are you using an aftermarket site like we do with high viz and reasons why so i'm just going to start dropping some shorter podcasts so you guys might have something to listen to when you're driving to work or driving to the boat ramp whatever you're doing for the next few days few weeks before opening day gets here and today i just want to think about the hide be thinking about it how are you going to make your blind the best that it can be what is your application going to be like are you going to be in buck brush are you going to be in a marsh you're going to be in cattails are you going to be in flooded timber are you going to be off of an oxbow on a river are you going to be in a laydown blind in a cornfield are you going to be in a winter wheat field on the edge in a panel blind um again a pit blind if you're if you're hunting in a state where it's legal think about getting them as close as you possibly can. That's the challenge. That is what I want you to think about. How can I better myself? We haven't even talked about calling yet. We haven't talked about decoying yet. We haven't talked about scouting yet. The first thing that I want to take more pride in, myself included personally, I want to be a better hider, a better blinder, a better concealer. I want to hide from the wild birds, whether it's a flock of 50 or a flock of two, just a pair. That's a lot of eyeballs on you still and they're going to pick you apart and we want to shoot them up tight let's challenge ourselves i don't know i said our shelves ourselves i don't know if you really get anything out of shooting a bird at 50 yards i don't know if that's just to put it on your strap is it a pretty bird you can tell from that far away that you want to get it mounted for the wall or a pedestal mount do you need the food that bad all of that's okay but otherwise let's get them back flapping over those decoys over those mojos over that that little kill hole that little runway that you want them right up tight on 
Listen to the whistle of their wings as they backflap and their feet go down. Listen to the hens quack back at you. Challenge yourself to hide. Let's think about the natural vegetation, developing false lines, weed lines, using rock piles, bluffs, hills, shadowing on a sunny day. How do we hide as opposed on a sunny day to a low, you know, a low ceiling overcast cloudy day which is very difficult so if it's going to be cloudy on opening day you got to think about your hide even more in my opinion because trust me you can get away with a lot more with your hide and concealment when it's sunny than you can on a on one of those you know what people refer to as ducky days which i totally disagree there are some parts of the country that that is a ducky day but that for the most part ducky days are sunny goosey days are sunny in my opinion so Think about that and think about how are you going to utilize the lay of the land, the natural vegetation. Are you getting permission from the farmer, the landowner? Can you take some branches off trees? Can you pull grass? Can you cut grass? Can you cut weeds? Or is there a big pile of tumbleweeds? Some of my favorite hunts of hides are getting out where there's a bunch of tumbleweeds. Oklahoma is famous for this. Eastern Texas is famous for this. Even Western Texas of being able to get in a tumbleweed line that the prairies are covered up with. The wind blows them all into one spot. seems like they get stuck up against a fence. You're out there in a, in a peanut field or you're looking at some different type of hunt. And all of a sudden, whoa, look at all those mallards. Look at all those lessers. Look at all those specks. And voila, there's a tumbleweed pile right there. I know that it can be a pain in the you-know-what to go in there. Wear some gloves. Don't get sticked and picked and poked and everything that comes with tumbleweeds. And make sure that you're thinking about this. During the hunt, you're going to have your adrenaline going. You're going to be, your, your energy is going to be up. You're going to be calling. You're going to be fired up shooting and dogs think about all that to where can you get a tumbleweed line but keep kind of the area around where you're flipping your ground blind lids or going in and out of your panel blinds can you get that clear of tumbleweeds so you're not getting poked and that the dog's not running into them and people are poking themselves in the eye with them keep all of this in mind when you're building out your hide or you're visualizing we talk about visualization all the time when you're visualizing that hunt get fired up about it and start thinking about how you're going to hide don't take it for granted that oh, it's early. They haven't seen much. Nobody's hunting them in Canada. They're not going to pick us out. They're going to pick you out because if they're locals, they've been going there forever. If they're migrators, migrators, they've been there, seen that, done that, and they're going to be able to pick you out from what's real. Not to mention, are your decoys looking real? Do you got ripples on the water? The chocolate milk effect? Are your, Is your dog hidden? Do you sound like ducks? Is Are you even judging the wind right? What kind of weather system is it? Think about the hide right now. Let's challenge ourselves after this podcast to go take notes on where we think we're going to be hunting and how we're going to hide. And if it's a panel blind, think about how you're going to hide it that day. What equipment do you need? What tools do you need? in your arsenal if it's a ground blind are they mudded up are they put together do you have all the screws and all of the tabs where they need to be right now are they maintained the right way we'll get into another tip about maintenance of gear and maintaining your arsenal whether it's a trailer your boat your boat motors whatever it is that's another big thing but right now think about that hide where are you going to be what camouflage you gonna be wearing we love the real tree timber the real tree max 5 i know they're coming out with a new pattern soon we're excited as heck about that but think about if you're going to be up against the buck brush slew and you're just 
going to be in some willows or you're going to be up against some trees. What camo are you using? Are you painting your face? Are you wearing a face mask? What kind of hat? What do you have gloves on your hands? Um, how far do you take it? Are your instincts there to where you might not need to wear a face mask because you know how to hide and keep your face down out of the sunlight and just peek up when you know the ducks aren't looking at you. But again, even the best at that get picked apart when they don't see a duck coming and they look down and see that big shiny dome um, or a big shiny face of these bowling ball human being duck hunter heads and faces. They're going to pick you apart. So be thinking about all of that right now as you listen to this podcast. When you get somewhere that's safe, that you can turn off that truck, turn off your rig, might be a car, don't know what duck hunters are driving today, but think about a notepad. Think about notes you can take of, all right, building got me thinking a little bit. Now I'm going to challenge myself. I'm not going to sit here and try to be a know-it-all and say, if you hunt a a panel blind, you got to do this. I'm just simply saying, use those stubble straps. We make a great one with Avery. We, we have a, a great panel blind setup. There's many on the market. Think about those stubble straps and what you can do right now with zip ties and making some, you know, some different uh, just groupings of, of weeds or vegetation, just big bushels of it. And it might not be the same color as when you get out there. So keep that in mind, too. Do you carry spray paint to maybe take some sheen off of something with some of the camouflage, the, the olive drabs and the tans and the blacks? Can you get some of that in your arsenal? Carry a little bit of it in your blind bag in case you need to touch something up. But be thinking right now, I'm going to challenge myself to be the best hider that I can be starting on opening day. And that's it. That's, that's how we're going to start these tips. Take some notes, get your mental stability going with, all right, I'm thinking about this. I'm visualizing this. I got that, that blank canvas in front of me that Chad Belling talks about all the time with, I'm going to start throwing my paints at it. And some of those paints are my hide, the concealment, my blinds, the natural vegetation, that false line, that rock bluff, anything that can help a tree line. I can't tell you how many awesome blinds we built in tree lines of Kansas, all over the country, Nebraska, the Platte River. Think about where you might be. You might have to go to plan B. So have a couple different executionable plans in your rapport, in your arsenal right now to start thinking about. Let's start thinking about ducks, duck hunting, duck camp. And the first one that I want to challenge you with is blind, if you, blinding and concealment and hiding from those ducks, those geese. If you have questions, write us at info at thefowllife.com or DM us on Instagram or Facebook. One of us will get back to you with the answers. We get thousands of messages. We try to answer every one of them. That's why we're doing this podcast to make you think, bring you entertainment, bring you intel, bring you different tips and tactics, whether it's duck calling with Chris Cifrio at Jargon. We're going to have more tips on that. We're actually going to have a podcast very soon on some of the new calls that we just launched and introduced in our Jargon line. So be looking for that. Thank you so much of the support of the Foul Life podcast brought to you by our friends at Gerber Gear. Please continue to support the partners and sponsors that support us. And again, if you have any questions or comments or you want us to touch on a certain topic, we get those all the time. Hey, can you please talk about how do we gain access or get permission on private property? We're more than happy to, to get a question and then do a podcast on it during this tip series. I'm proud to be bringing it to you guys. Thank you so much again for the support of the podcast. I'm Chad Belding. Think about it. Be the best blinder, hider, concealer you can be this opening day, 2020-21 waterfowl duck and goose season, North America. I'm fired up. I hope you all are too. Tom, hit that button. This is 2AM Logic. The song is called My Foul Life. Thank you all very much.